Welcome to the K-Pop Cast, bringing you the best sounds and ideas in K-Pop. And this week, we're catching up with the solo members of GOT7. I'm your host, Stephanie, and joining me again this week is music journalist and editor, Alexis. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be back. I feel like it's my K-Pop Cast comeback. It's been a while since the last time that I was here, so of course I had to be here front and center for the GOT7 episode. Yes, front and center indeed. We also have our lovely Pidinim, Michaela. Welcome back. Yes, hello everybody. And finally, joining us in her K-pop cast debut. Drum roll, everyone. We have a very special guest. It's K-pop chat regular and not your average fangirl co-host, Carolina. Hi, everybody. This is Carolina. Very excited to be here and talk about my favorite topic, GOT7. So thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for being here. Yeah. (laughs) So as I mentioned, today we're going to be catching up with GOT7, you know, just casually meeting up with them, seeing what they've been up to, you know. But Alexis, like, why have we really gathered here today? Well, if you want to get technical, we're here today because I harassed Peter that I wanted a GOT7 follow up from our January talk. (laughs) But to be honest, I think that... If we think back to where we were as a fandom or even just as as K-pop fans, listeners, what have you, just like thinking about what was going to happen with GOT7 was just like very uncertain, let's say. And fast forward to now, it's just like an overload, right? So this week I'm on Twitter I'm cursing at myself for joining yet another go order for more merch. And I'm like, okay, bleep me. But like these are going to leave me broke. Like I did not think this is where I was going to be in January. So this is why we're here because it's like there we were in January crying, thinking, Mm. you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to go to the military? all over. Yeah, and no, everyone has a song out. Everyone's like taking our money. Yeah. It's great. Yep. Yeah, this is catching up with Gut7. It's actually not like a chill catch up. It's like we're literally exhausted trying to catch up with all the content. It's, it's a game. It's like, yeah, I'm falling behind. Gotta catch them all. Yep, we're, we're running behind. Them. I didn't realize like how much there actually was until I started researching for this episode. And also, we tweeted out before this episode like hey Agassiz tell us you know what are your your main like recent projects that you've been loving and it just exploded Mm. I I had no idea that there was all this this like pent up (laughs) energy I guess from the fandom do we have some numbers of like the the songs that came out I see 34 videos here in your playlist is that that's not even that's like the music videos that came out not the b-sides even right Wow. And, and that was the problem with the replies. It was like, everybody was like, oh, everything's my favorite. But, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> We're there, here still... today to say that maybe not everything's our favorite, but we appreciate right. it. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, you can only have one or two or, or seven favorites. Right. Mm. So, I mean, clearly, like Michaela mentioned, there is a lot of pent up energy from Agassiz, from the from the fans of God Seven. But what what do we think makes God Seven so iconic and, you know, just able to steal everybody's money? What's so great about them? I think that their synergy and the way that they are with each other is what sold the group to me, but also I feel like their music is very fun. I think that they're a group that um, are able to deliver just different styles and looks and pull it off. Uh, so, but I think for most Agassiz, you always have that one member that kind of got you into the GOT7 hole. And I mean, for a lot of them, it's Jackson. I mean, king of variety, right? Uh, but I think that it was mostly like their bond together and how fun, like how much fun they have with each yes. other. And you can see that in their lives, in their concerts. So I feel like that, like maybe the music, some of it is not that great. I mean, I don't think that their discography is completely flawless, but, but the it's fact fun. that exactly There's so much of it, 
Exactly. But it's so much fun that that just like it's you know what, if they play it at the concert, I maybe I don't listen to the song every day, but I will have a good time. And I think that's what makes them so iconic. They're just a group of fun guys that make good music and fun music. It's like that epic um, fan cam from that EXO show where Coco Pop starts playing and the fan is like, oh my God, I'm so sick of this song. And then she starts yes. doing the fan chant. That's, uh-huh. that's, that's got seven. That's got seven too. Literally all the time, that's them. Mm-hmm. So maybe most importantly though, we need to acknowledge that GOT7 is now free. They are liberated from their situation contract situation ship with jyp entertainment they're now Hashtag free as a bird got seven free yes yes <laughs> we had here a tweet that. here um that i think sums it up perfectly mm-hmm. caro did you want to read it oh yes so uh twitter user at peachy time love the name um they said just the fact that within nine months all seven members have released their solo self-produced single slash albums a group single osts numerous magazine multiple dramas musical variety appearances collabs mcs touring all within nine months how much jyp held them back question mark which completely agreed yeah they did so much in just the nine months than they did in the last maybe year that they were with jyp and that just makes not more Yes, it makes you question maybe like how much they want, like how much content they wanted to put out there and it maybe got denied or, you know, shut down. So I feel like now they have that creative freedom to just post whatever they want, really, and whatever makes them happy. So um, it's wild to see, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also this thing with, you know, like idol groups that we know that when these groups are formed, the companies give members like their own you know like personalities or personas that they have to maintain and i think that you know gods haven't always presented themselves as who they are and i think that's going back to the previous point i think that's was that was one of their their strong suits but i think that now that you know there isn't that like idol thing hold 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 like above them like Mm -hmm. that's when you kind of see you know, like, hmm, like, that's not who, you know, like, JB is a perfect example. That man was never on social media. And now yep. he's posting video All challenges over. that were <laughs> uploaded a, a an hour ago, you know, and he's like, and they're all interacting on Twitter. And it's so fun to watch and they don't care. And I don't think JB is ever gonna wear a polished look if it's up to him. <laughs> He's adopted, I don't think like, so. Yes, I love his his quarantine loungewear chic is on ten. Like <laughs> exactly, and it's like now we're getting it, going back to what Carolina was saying. We're seeing what they want to do and the projects that they're pursuing because that's what they want to do. I forget what video it was, but I was watching something where Mark was talking to Bam Bam, and Bam Bam was like, "Can, can I do that? Is it okay?" Mm. And Mark's like. You can do whatever you want now, bro. Like, yeah, oh yeah, you're Dude. free. <laughs> it feels okay for me to do it, though. Yeah. I, the song, yeah, the song, the song. That's it. It's up to you. No, the, the lyrics too much. You can do anything you want now, bro. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 like you can do anything. I think that now they don't have those like. You know, uh, a prime example with J-Bum, actually, with J-B, is that he did, um, I forget what the name of the show was, but it was him writing. Yeah, so he was him. It was like he had to write a song um, and he showed it to JYP and he was just like, if if JYP doesn't like it in the first three seconds, like the song is cut. I watched that. That And it's so heartbreaking. Yes, it's insane to think about like that just three seconds is all you have in order to prove that the song is worthy. 
그냥 듣기에 좋은 건잘 듣는 거이 저거는 정신없어라는 건 정신없어? 네, 나너 때문에 정신이 없다 So I feel like now he's just like, oh, I can finally just do whatever and just go with my gut and call it a day. <laughs> so let's let's just jump into going yeah. through the members. I know we only have limited time to get through everybody, but let's let's keep going with JB, right? Yeah, so, Who so is speaking you know, of no, no longer JB. He is JB. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he signed on with Higher Music, which is actually owned by Jay Park. A fellow J-Bum, formerly of JYP Entertainment. So how many of these are we going to get? Is there another J-Bum in the JYP uh, trainee arsenal? <laughs> Let's just like keep the train going. And uh, we have a tweet here from Alpha Bunny W, who said, Switch It Up, which is one of JB's solo songs, changed everything for me. The song was so lush and sensual, mature and polished. It marked JB's arrival, fully fleshed, ooh, into the KRNB scene. JB always astounds me with what he is capable of. Hat, uh, at JB now HR hashtag JB hashtag JB <laughs> at Higher Music got seven hashtag switch it up hashtag Samafume. I I just want to say when I heard in switch it up <laughs> the line. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't even say it with a straight face, but <laughs> you want me inside. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> it was I'm the only one who was like, oh, can you say that? <laughs> I still die a little bit every time I listen to that song. If I'm like really paying attention, it always catches me off guard. And I'm like, he said that. He really he said, said that. that. Is I, this honest, what he's been thinking the whole time? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been wanting to say. Well, he did say, you know, the song is called Switch It Up and Switch It Up, he did, you know, I mean, God's Seven <laughs> songs were never, you know, like super innocent, but well, the B-sides. still idol songs. But yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you know, the gloves came off with this song, with Ooh. everything. And it's honestly, it's, it's the most shock, you know, like, quote unquote, shocking song on the album. So that man, mm -hmm. Like he wanted that reaction. He wanted to mm -hmm. yes. throw yes. us off on the loop and just like make us lose our minds. And he was yeah. successful. I, I think agree. that he this was premeditated murder. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I think that he wanted he definitely wanted to kind of throw away that maybe old ideas that you had of him. Kind of just like no, like know that this is my new era. Like I am evolving and this is what you're going to get. And I mean, nobody's against it, JB. Like nobody. We all agree that this is a great sound for you and you should just mm -hmm. continue that. And I mean, even in his album, you can tell uh, that it was something that you can hear in his SoundCloud with Def and which the fans themselves kind of knew that that was the route that he was going to go to, especially when he signed with like under hire and stuff. So I I'm here for that. If he ever listens, hello, yes, continue. Thank you. Although, <laughs> if that thirst tweet video was any indication, I don't know if he's fully committed yet to it. Yeah. <laughs> he's still he's bashful about it. He's just reserved. He's a private man. Respect <laughs> his privacy. Well, Carolina, please, do we want to move on and introduce our next J? <laughs> oh, uh -huh. yes. J-boy. The JJ Project. The second part of JJ Project. Exactly. Hey. JJP, our mom and dad, as we like to call them, right? In a gossip world. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jin Young, he, after leaving JYP, he signed with BH Entertainment. Um, he's all about the acting right now, doing a lot of variety, um, as well as releasing a solo song for... Um, Agassiz, which was Dive. Um, very his style as well. So um, sweet. Don't, don't see, you know, didn't expect anything else from him. Um, but he is making a, like, a tr he's just going at it in the acting world. He is, uh, he did The Devil Judge. He, I believe right now is uh, doing a couple scenes or is in Yumi Cell. Uh, I haven't mm -hmm. caught up with that drama. <laughs> and I know that he also will be a part of Christmas Carol. So he mm -hmm. acting Jin Young is in full effect, everybody. Um, now, we do have a tweet here from what I see here. Ours attorney, which is at got seven attorney. 
Um, they <laughs> they are here for all of your legal problems, Scott Seven. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, she, uh, where they say, actor Jin Young, such a hard worker, just booking roles left and right. Check out The Devil Judge, his single dive, in parentheses, I'm obsessed, is a hundred percent the a hundred emoji, him. If you refer to other songs he wrote slash composed for GOT7, you'll notice a pattern. I can always tell when he's contributed to a song at GOT7 official. Mm. Completely agree with you, GOT7 attorney. Like, you nailed it. He, you can see his colors through the song Dive. Um, and I'm honestly surprised that he even managed to get a song out while doing all of his acting um, work. He's incredible honestly <laughs> i think that if an, any of the got seven members made like a quote-unquote you know like 180 turn it was him although like this mm. is exactly what we knew he liked and it remind and it was very reminiscent of like the second jjp album yes. and everything but still yes. like got seven really didn't do you know like band music or anything like that so him coming out with like a full band and you know it was a rock song It was like, yeah, like this is Yin Young. This is what he wants to be doing. And, you yeah. know, shout out to Encore. He did that too. Yes. So, mm -hmm. Love that yeah. song. Like the only other content that I've seen from him other than his dramas is just him doing like guitar covers on live stream. Which Ooh, is. You gotta check those out. Yeah, which is insane because again, when did you even start when learning? When does he have the time? <laughs> when do you have the time? <laughs> <laughs> what what do we know about BH Entertainment? Honestly, actors? not much. I think they might yeah. be like focused on acting and like, mm. yeah, and getting it's an actor's agency. It is okay. Then yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that that was came from our, our predictions. Like we knew that he joined that agency because he wanted to focus on acting, and There and we've go. seen he's been working on so many projects, and he's got more to come. I'm excited. I love actor Jin Young. He. It's great. All right. Next, we're talking about Young Jay. We're keeping the like strong vocal line going. The sunshine of the group. Yes. yes. He joined Sublime Artist Agency, which I don't remember who is in that agency, but I think yeah. it's more like the people, Jackson? right? Jackson's oh, Jackson for his oh. for his Korean um, promotions. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But Young Jay has also, you know, been busy. He's booked and busy. He's doing acting. He's doing musicals. He just released his solo EP, th mm -hmm. the last member to release his um, solo music. So that's pretty exciting. And but he also released OSTs during the the year. Um, he was in Midnight Sun and So Not Worth It on Netflix. Check it out. Stream it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> Let's read a tweet that people sent. Twitter user Bam Bam Stuckling at Chen Young Bam said, Right now I'm addicted to Moonlight from Young Jay's Colors from Ars album. Also, the hashtag Vibin challenge for Young Jay solo kind of stand out for me because all seven members participated. And since all got seven members participated, it rekindled a sense of wholeness within the fandom. I cannot agree more with this you know Same. seeing those edits that people were making as each member was doing the vibing channels like i cried like seriously i, I just, <laughs> it was just so beautiful to see really you know brought them together yes yeah. exactly And it's you know, a deep fake, but <laughs> it's okay we'll take it for now but you know with how i described it with young jay's album i think that His album is the one that sounded the most like God Seven, and yes. it reminded me how he was the last member to join God Seven. And after he joined, oh. it was like the group was whole. And I know that in past interviews, like they've said how Young Jay is kind of like the middleman between the Young line, so the older members, and like the Maknae mm. line. Like he was like mm. the mediator, and he like built he built a bridge between them right and i got emotional listening because not only was he the last member to join but he's also the last member to release a solo and the fact that everybody yeah. loves it so much and mm -hmm. again like with the vibe and challenge and like bringing them back together like 
also I cried <laughs> as well just because it just brought memories of that and how even when separate God Seven is always together yeah he brought them to the studio to listen and react to the single as well which is super cute to hear the other members encouraging him in real life yeah. Reunited. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about this, especially with with Young Jay. Like that was really like cute to see, and and just like like reassuring to the fans, you know, because you know they say we're still together and we believe them, but it's like, mm, but how much? How much are you still together? How many so, groups have said that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you never so see them, them again. actually like incorporating each other and them going on all the shows and still introducing themselves as like God Seven's Young Jay. But anyway, more on that later. Yeah, yeah. Spe- <laughs> speaking of of keeping it together, let's talk about the member that's the farthest away. Ooh. You want to talk about Mark, Alex? <laughs> Ooh, Mark. Yeah. I mean, but before we move on, I want <laughs> I wanted to just like compliment Young Jay's vocals mm. yes. on this solo. Like, I I, I think it, it, he had the most impressive vocal tone, like across all all the members releases. Like, in, in, in oh my yeah, opinion. yeah. And I think he, that the really- when I when I hear his voice, I'm like, ah, got seven. Yes. Just- yes. Exactly. exactly. Yes. I think I tweeted it that I was like, and Carolina mentioned it too, that I was listening to the album and I kept thinking like, this sounds like a GOT7 album or like B-sides, you know? And it's because Young Yib was like, you know, the heart and soul of the group. And I always hope, like, I I would talk to him like my Agasa friends and I would say like, I really hope that he doesn't go the ballad route because like that's <laughs> prob- that would probably do very well for him you know like balladeers in korea do, do well it, yeah. and he would be amazing he has ballad really solid ballads on the album but he didn't he went with like his more upbeat productions that he did for got seven and honestly yes. like i'm in love this was i i don't i don't know if this is my favorite album of the bunch but it's up there mm. mm-hmm. very impressive yeah it's okay. interesting I, sorry, since I just wanted to, since we call out the the next tweet, because it's interesting, Alexis, that you said that you know, and and Carolina that you said that his album sounds the most like a Got Seven album, because um, colors from Ars or Wong and Only Choi um, said <laughs> Young Jay's colors from Ars just screams rom com like OST. Yes, yeah, I, I love it so much, and it's the kind of song you'll hear as an OST for a K drama. There's romantic, cheesy, melancholic, just different genres of songs, perfect for a whole series. And it's really different colors from him. Oh, I love that. Wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. So, yeah. so would you would you agree that it, it is more, while it does still have the GOT7 sound, there's more, you know, different colors, different <clears throat> kind of things that are going on? I think I so. Like so yeah. I definitely think so, just in the sense that he was expected to go into the like ballad uh, genre. Everybody was just like, uh, "Young Jay's gonna go into a ballad." You know, he's that's what he's going to release. But I think because he released all of those OSTs throughout the year, he was just like, okay. Here are your ballads. Like, yeah. we're gonna move on into Ballad something. It out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move on into something fun. And I think that he definitely did that without losing his sense of what he likes. Because when I was listening to the album, I feel like it just felt like Yonjay. Like, you know, the first song, "Beautiful," which is my favorite in the album, but. It just sounds, you know, it's like, oh, what a beautiful girl. What a beautiful world. Like, that's Young Jay. Like, he's sunshine walking, you know? So (laughs) it was very like him. On that note, let's move on to the next member, which, as Michaela said earlier, the (laughs) furthest way, Mark. Mark, um, he moved back home. He's living out of his parents' basement. No, just kidding. (laughs) He is he's back home. He signed with Creative Artists Agency. Um, you know, it's been really cool to see him with his family again. Like all the pictures yeah. that they've been really like his parents are on Twitter all the time. You know, his sister. Like normal life, getting yeah. sun kissed. Oh yes, going to Hawaii and stuff. Like he's hanging out with his friends, living the YouTuber the YouTuber life, going to like premieres in LA, gaming. Solo songs, Paris Fashion Show, Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week. Oh yeah, yes. no big deal. 
just pop you know? over to Paris. Right? Being on Instagram <laughs> live every other day. He's being a normal, a normal 20-something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With money. <laughs> yeah, With money. Like, that's, that's, not money. My, that's not my life. Well, okay. <laughs> The, the modern normal day 20 something right? I try to make my life on Instagram look like that but it's really not mm-hmm. <laughs> Mood. well that, that's where the YouTuber comes in this uh, is a normal YouTuber I guess yes I yes but okay so Twitter user Merari at uh, good luck Psyche <laughs> CNVS Psyche CNVS nice that's as good as it's gonna get Q Peter Lowe who always butchers names but okay <laughs> so, Ouch. so the tweet says Mark's, Mark's OST for Marble showed a side of him that was expanded from his previous tracks he's worked on himself that I was happy to see but also unexpected the way his and Bibi's voice messed yes. well together has me excited for his upcoming projects this oh and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're done with Jin Yang. We're done with Jin <laughs> Yeah. So Mark doesn't have a lot of music, but he does have a song collaboration with BB on the soundtrack to Shang-Chi, which was huge. I mean, the, the news. <laughs> so that was bad. <laughs> I really like this song. <laughs> like um, The song with BB. First of all, so finding out that Mark was at the Shang-Chi premiere, I think Agassiz kind of smelled something like, oh, they're <laughs> going to do something together. And I think mm, after yeah. the premiere was when the album dropped. And that's mm-hmm. when we found out that he had the song in it. And I still remember being like, what? Like, I never would have thought a God 7 member would show up in a Marvel movie at all. Well, you know, work with that. Mm. And um, honestly, I I really like it. Uh, maybe not his like own solo stuff, but this song with BB is one of my favorites. So I'm and honestly, I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy that Mark went back home and did the whole family thing, especially yes because he had not seen them in easy like two and two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I think he mentioned one time. So so I think That's that he so needed relatable. that break. Plus, he never got to do it because he went to Korea, like, off of high school, no? Uh, yeah, he was scouted mm-hmm. while he was still in high school. So he left right yeah, after. So, this, so I think that if, if anyone took time to just, like, relax, it's been him. Yeah. And I love that for him. Well-deserved. Role model exactly. for us all. <laughs> we well, need that. Moving on to somebody who does not know how to relax. <laughs> Oh, oh my oh, god. Yeah. Jackson. Who, put, who put Jackson here? <laughs> yep. <laughs> who did yeah, that? So so Jackson, he's been he's been doing all the things. First of all, Team Wang, they his his label, his company, his like just industry machine has been going nonstop. He like I said, he's been doing everything. Most notably, I think I want to talk about his like collaboration songs with uh Rain. Magnetic yes. was released. released. Yeah, I think Peter agrees with me that it's song of the year. Maybe. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I, wow. I meant to highlight. Strong just word. leave me loving you. That I didn't mean to highlight magnetic, but that that's my favorite song, the <gasps> best song. Oh wow! Probably next to um, uh, Stacy's ASAP. But ne- next to that <laughs> oh, song, wow. let me. Uh, Leave me leave loving me. you is one not of the best let me songs love of you. <laughs> not to be confused with let me love well, you. Well, I'll I'll ask permission of, of of Jackson for sure. I I mean, anyway, mm. sorry, this is disembodied voice of Peter Lowe interjecting. Yeah, what? Uh, I'll, I'll, like, where is that, <laughs> where is that from? voice coming from? Yeah. Wow, I I think I just heard Peter, but it must have been in my head. Anyways, <laughs> it was a dream. Yeah, yeah, it was all a dream. Leave mm-hmm. me loving you. Um, we do have another tweet from the audience. The invisible audience. Um, at Francas Queen. I might be saying that wrong. I apologize. Hashtag LMLY for Leave Me Loving You by Jackson Wang was for me the best summer song with the 80s inspired sound. The Leave Me Loving You music video, it is amazing. Scripted and directed by Jackson, it's a story of unrequited love inspired by the Hong Kong films that Jackson grew up watching. Now, I absolutely adore. 
adore this song and i think that it was definitely with the music video like a plot twist because you expected it to go one way and then in the middle it just changed completely mm. so you were left kind of just like what just happened <laughs> so but I, I completely agreed with this uh twitter user the sound the 80s inspired sound is my favorite and i think that it was an amazing summer uh, uh summer release you know what was crazy for me I Jackson fall like I can't keep up with Jackson at all and I hadn't heard the song and then recently ish I was in Vegas and I was in um in an Uber and I was like on my phone and I started hearing a song on the radio and I was like I know that song I know I know that voice I was mm. like I know that voice why do I know that voice and I look up and I see leave me loving you with Jackson Wang and I was like oh my god mm. yeah wow Good He's one of the ones that has been getting on Western like radio yeah, stations. US promotions have been mm -hmm. on. I heard a hundred ways so many times on the radio. Me too. Same. I heard it in a grocery store. Yeah. I, I sorry, disembodied voice Peter coming in. <laughs> but like totally he did everything his team Wang did everything right to the best of their ability. Like, you know, it doesn't always mean that the best is always gonna make it on top. Not everyone can be BTS. But his crew, like, did all the hard work going on that, like, station by station by station, mm -hmm. giving airtime, giving time, like, using Jackson's time to indulge in interviews, to radio drops, all the things. And, I mean, you can see that playing out through the example that you shared, Alexis. And I also saw it in a lot of my top 40 DJ record pools. Like, I, I had different, mm. like, cuts and variations of Jackson's songs because Team Wang was thorough and diligent and making sure that it got in all those places thank you peter for that kool-aid man <laughs> insider <laughs> knowledge yeah and the uh, and peter, the knowledge <laughs> yeah peter side, sidebar did you did you know anything about i kept seeing headlines about like jackson was supposed to be doing stuff for the sang chi movie yeah. did you know Ooh, anything yeah about that? he's he's who i he was supposed picked. to i mean not who he's so, who i would have guessed yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you listen to, like, earlier trailers, um, a lot of people have said, like, that that voice, like, same thing Alexis said, like, that that sounds like a very familiar voice. It's like, mm. is that is that Jackson Wang? And, uh, you know, I'm willing to bet that it, in fact, was. And he was probably planned to be in it because, I mean, it's so on theme following uh, 100 Ways. Oh, yeah. But mm -hmm. he was, he probably cut himself from it because... It's not in the best standing with the People's Republic of China. Mm. And he, he's got to play that game, you know? He, like, yeah. he, Jackson he, Wang from major... China, not Jackson Wang from Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's right in the crosshairs of, of all that. And so, you mm. know, in addition from being from Hong Kong, uh, also look at China, China's crackdown on celebrity yeah. right now. So can it, you, you know, say more about why why the movie is not uh, approved? I, I I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I've been wanting yeah, to either. see it in the okay. theaters, but my wife says we can't go because it's COVID right now, and we're, we have Disney <laughs> Plus, and we're just going to wait till November. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm tolerating that part of our marriage, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I my guess is just that it's not a perfect reflection of mainland. Um, yeah, like it, it acknowledges me without having seen the film. It just acknowledges that oh, there can be these, you know, uh, gangs and mafia and, and terrorism. Mm, sure, like that's a, that's a possibility. But I think it's, it's a really big deal for Asian Americans. I mean, so much of it, from what I can see, has been like filmed in San Francisco and yeah, totally a lot of the Asian American experience. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you for your body, time. Body, body body thank you. Yeah. Floating, floating <laughs> away <Peter>. now. <laughs> yeah, Jack Jackson's released, produced so many hits as we've been going through. Um, his One of his more interesting projects, though, is Pan the Pack, uh, a new group of Asian artists um, that, you know, put out hit after hit, banger, clanger after banger, clanger. We have a tweet here from Uni, the pack, aka at Uni I 852 
who says Jackson keeps surpassing himself every second, being free from JYP shackles. We saw him produce music for big K-pop OG artists like Rain, collabing with multiple Asian artists, directing music videos, script writing, constantly coming up with top-notch music that gets U.S. airplays, being a mentor on multiple programs, producing a new group. Pan- Can I just start from the second tweet, actually? Blah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, speaking of which, we have a tweet from... At UniI852, who says Jackson Wang, in addition to being a mentor on multiple programs, also produced a new group, Pan the Pack, and a no-skip album, with whom he's currently on a sold-out tour. His fashion brand TWD collabed with Palm Angels, gave us many high-quality collections. Jackson did so many high-viewership ranked variety shows, and it, it just goes on and on and on. But I wanted to call out Pan the Pack specifically for having, like, definitely radio-ready, club-ready hits that are, like, definitely on my hit replay. I feel that. And also, I think with Pan the Pack, he's also showing... I know we were talking about, you know, their different sides, but I think with this, Jackson is definitely showing a way completely different side than and when he was in GOT7. I feel like even just style-wise, looking at them, like the group itself and like music video-wise, I feel like it's more experimental. And it's something I definitely did not see coming from Jackson. And... Honestly, I'm happy that he did it. I feel like this is a very fun way to show another side of his personality and that he can be, you know, this like, hey, I'm going to make what we what we call, quote unquote, noise music and, mm-hmm. you know, make, and it's make very, it like, good. Rap forward. Too. Yes. Very Showing heavily. Off the really fast rapping skills. Exactly. So I think that here he wants to prove like or show more of that side of him instead of just hey like i do melody rap and got seven and call it a day um or i sing you know that soft like fun songs for the radio um so i think that this is just it's a really like fun project that he's doing and you can tell that it's like exploring a different side of his creativity well, Twitter user got seven underscore JJP at JJP underscore got seven X ever forever, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Forever. They start Spanish. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pero quizás Jackson haciendo prácticamente todo. Música, dirección, producción, edición de music videos, programas de variedad, Team Wang, Panda Pack. O sea, es un genio. Solo espero que esté cuidando su salud. Which, you know, they went over all of his accolades and ended it with saying that they just hope that he's taking care of his health, which yes. Yes. Because uh yeah. For a minute there last year he looked like he was sick on a lot of his mm. appearances. So I really hope that he's getting better health wise. I hope so as yeah, well. Disembodied voice again. Sorry, <laughs> like sorry. I can't hold myself on no, no, no. We we have it on good authority that um, through an insider scoop, you know who you are. Uh, that, that that he was actually very upfront that he was going through a panic attack um, oh, wow. last year. So mm. he he really was like on the line, really struggling with it. So oh, we have wow. that on good authority. I hope he's better well, he's now, done so though. Much this year, so yeah, maybe he's turned a leaf. Yeah, you have our permission to slow down, Jackson. You've given us more than right. enough for for this <laughs> yeah, year and please, next year. Jackson, it's, it's, I can't <laughs> up with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying, like to, please, but I can't slow down, Carolita. Do we want to wrap up with the Mangne line? Oh yes, oh, yeah. um, my oh, time gosh, to we're shine. We're just now crossing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Ooh. you know, we were talking about slowing it down. Um, our next member is Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, now, for those that might know me or listen to uh, Not Your Average Fangirls, uh, you do know that Yu-Gi-Oh is my bias, um, my old bias. Ooh. I love him to pieces. Um, so he signed to AOMG, which I'm very yep. happy for. Um, for him, he fits so well in AOMG. And I remember when they were all like saying that they were leaving, I wanted him to sign with AOMG. So when this happened, I was yeah. very happy. <laughs> um, but in that, he also released so his what, solo. What about, what, what, what about him do you think makes him a good fit? 
I feel like his vibe in the sense of what music he really likes to make, what music he mm-hmm. listens to, and his style. And I feel like his personality, too, would be a great fit in AOMG. So I think that he How would has... you describe his personality? Yeah. So I would say like <laughs> he is like very coy and very like he wants to be known as sexy. So he he <laughs> he wants people to know that yes, I am the youngest of God Seven, but I am also a grown man. Like that's that's how I would mm. say. But I also think that he is a very cute person. Like he has just the the way that he has expressed himself musically since um you know he would release things on SoundCloud. That's why that style I thought would fit with AOMG because he's very much yeah. in the R&B realm of things. He likes hip hop a lot. Um, yes. And I think th- that's why I was just like, think that AOMG would be a great fit and it would be a great way for him to move more into that um, space in the music industry. So, which I mean, he's doing now. He released his uh, solo EP, Point of View, You, uh, which I absolutely love. Um, you know, you have people like Gray, the Vita um, on the album. Um, I know his, you know, his single All Your Fault featuring Gray. Um, he also did the I Want You Around. And that's the one with the Vita. And he went into more of that R&B realm of music, which if you followed his SoundCloud, you knew that that's kind of the music he likes to make. Um, but there we do have another tweet from Again, the invisible audience out there. Thank you. Um, it's a username, Maydi. Um, their Twitter is at mermaidi. And they say, I love all of GOT7 releases. And there are songs on each album that I still can't get enough. But Yugim's album was mind-blowing to me. One of my favorite B-sides from GOT7 is No One Else, parentheses, composed by him. So I shouldn't be surprised, but his album is just perfect. And this is how I feel. Um, I usually always ended up liking his song for Got7. The songs that he would produce would usually be my favorites. And not just because he's my bias, but it would always end up being like that because I really like that style of music. And I think that it's a great album that kind of puts everything that he is and like, what how he creates music into one little like small pack um i know that he's also like released like jewelry with aomg he is all like you see all the interactions between him and the other members of AOMG, um with all of the other members of aomg which is super cute because for the longest the aomg crew didn't really have like a young member um i think hmm. Like maybe it was like last year that oh I don't remember who it was so let me scratch that but I think that they that he that Yugiam brings kind of like that youth into AOMG <laughs> and it's really cute seeing him with like Loco and Gray and Simon Dominic like it's it's so much yeah. fun to see it and let's be so. real the true mm. testament of Yugiam's freedom is that he can now finally grind the floor in peace. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we, I was like, we need to talk about his sexy ass dancing. We just need to. <laughs> he's I, too I much. Think oh my out God. of all of the solos, he, he's the only one who released a dance visual, like a just straight up banging hip hop choreo video, uh, which was franchise dance visual um, song from Travis Scott. I was so impressed by this and I, I look forward to many more just straight up dance, hump the floor, twerk, do whatever you want. <laughs> that's, that's what I got to say. They were just like, now there's nothing holding him back. There's nothing yes. on his, like, you can't do that because you're in God seven. No, like now he's just like, I, I will grind the floor as many times as I want. <laughs> like, With a wink and a coy smirk. Yeah, out all of that. 
<laughs> he's such a tease. I can't. But yes. he's also like the cutest being. So I think that that's why I'm just like, you are a mixture of things. And I, I love it. Continue, please. <laughs> and finally. Yes. Go for it. So for our last member in GOT7, we have Bam Bam. Um, he's been booked and busy as well this year. Mm -hmm. um, he signed to Abyss Company, which is home to Sunmi and now to Dara of 21. So also mm -hmm. when you collector. Exactly. He's like the Nuna collector. I love it. But um, <laughs> he he released um, his solo album, Ribbon, which did incredible in Korea and anywhere else, pretty much. I think in Korea, it, it ranked like number five in the top like album sold. That's huge. And and he the type of content that he would put out, we were overwhelmed because Bam Bam's the type of person that he knows how to work social media. So he was on that, like, white on rice, let me tell you. And he, <laughs> he was just uh, replying to everybody on Twitter, like, promoting his album. He was in multiple variety shows. It was great to see him just branch out because he has the personality for it. Um, now, we do have another tweet from uh, that we saw here on Twitter from Dr. Thomas Badenet. We've heard him on the K-pop chat before, but he says, I think to me, it's Bam Bam, in particular, how his solo activities are allowing him to consolidate his massive popularity in Thailand. I'm actually going to... Um, I'm sorry. I'm actually going to attend his virtual concert for Thai fans soon. But when Ribbon came out, it completely dominated Thai media for weeks. Which completely Prince agree as well with this we tweet. I'm excited for him. And I agree completely with this tweet as well. I think that sometimes under JYPE, Bam Bam was not able to do a lot in Thailand. Even though he's massive there, everybody loves him. And I think that now he's finally able to take control over that and just be like, I'm going to do everything for my country as well. And I feel like that's that's good. He's representing his culture a lot. And I mean, we love that in this house. We love for the, you know, foreign members of God Seven to just be able to express their culture and go back to their country and do go promotions home. there as well. Hello. <laughs> and going back to the album, I think that out of all of the members, Bam Bam was the one who like surprised us. Because and even he said it before he released it. It was like whatever you're thinking that I'm gonna release, that's not it. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. was true. Like I, I love Ribbon. I Me did too. not see him doing Ribbon. You know, like I, Me I can, I can see Same. Young Jae, but even Yugiam. Like if he's, you know, mm -hmm. if he was like in his NCT Dream face or something, but. <laughs> But that that album showed so much. It was so like diver diverse in like sound and styles. He worked with like producers that he looked up, you know, that like Western producers, quote unquote, that he liked and he was able to just experiment. And I thought that was great to see and hear. I th I think before in. I don't know if people here know that I'm JB biased, but Bam Bam <laughs> has my favorite song from like the God mm. Seven albums and solos, and it's Air. That song, mm. I freaking love okay. it. It's amazing. I agree as well. I think that he was definitely the one that surprised us the most because we were maybe expecting something. Um, maybe on like in the darker like sexier route just because that's his personality yeah. or more hip-hop yeah, we thought that he was gonna he would... come out on some Migos shit that's yes. what I that's what <laughs> I we thought yes there's still we, time there's still... We, we were all scared we're, we're, we're still... all scared <laughs> but we still wanna see it you know yeah yeah Honestly, Bam Bam can do any genre in my in my head. I feel like he can pull off anything. Yeah. And even if it comes out as like quote unquote cheesy or like whatnot, it would we would still be like all about it. That's the thing with him. Because he's having fun, which is most important. Yeah. Exactly. And he looked gorgeous in ribbon. That too. Can I just say the hair, the fashion, 
just oh whew. the fashion top, the top. fashion he's the fashion king i mean mm-hmm. he took how he long is. in that one episode with jackson and that i forget what show it was he took like 30 <laughs> minutes just picking what shoes he was going to wear i love mm. him for that <laughs> bam bam is all of it so does that does that wrap up our <laughs> yeah that was, so. catching, oh, that, that was catching that was catching everyone good night we did it we are all <laughs> that's caught it, up well, now that we talked about all of the members, I know that Alexis mentioned what her favorite was. Which one Uh-oh. would be everybody Uh-oh. else's favorite? <laughs> Ooh, Dang. spicy. It's getting spicy in the K-pop cast. Chad. Oh, <laughs> well, not Chad. In the K-pop cast. <laughs> yeah, it's spicy in the chat, the Slack. Everywhere. Oh, gosh. Um I know you all want to say Jackson Wayne's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll leave. We'll let you have that, Peter. We'll okay. That, Actually, that no, that's you. mine too. Oh, that's, really? That is my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm with you, Peter. It's it's my sad twerk anthem. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Can we get a demonstration? Sad twerking in the club. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? Um, yeah, I think I gotta follow my heart and JB switch it up. Is still my that, favorite that, after all this time. Yes. That insert yes. my carry gif of that was a classic. That was yes. a classic. <laughs> Cl- yeah, instant classic. I feel that. Yeah, for me mm-hmm. it it is a toss up between I, I don't think like a specific song, but between JB's album and Yu-Gi-Oh's album, those were my yeah. favorite. And I mean, I know that they did that do you know, they had the duo just two and that was like Ooh. incredible mm. discography yeah. my favorite duo like my yes. god so my style so i think that that's why i would put j bums uh well jb and uh yugium's albums in the top okay. of my list nice tie in there yeah i feel like i i i'm one of those bad stands that i well not bad but i'm like frustrating in the way that i separate like this is my favorite like as a cohesive album and this one has my favorite song and this is the one that I play the most but I think that as a unit I do gravitate more towards JB's but I think that Bam Bam's is more fun and varied mm, yes mm-hmm. yes and and like we were saying before Young Jess is like just you know a cup of sun on sunshine just like him it's mm-hmm. a vibe. We vibing. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but going back to, you know, what we were talking about in January, like, did we think that we were going to be here nine months ago in terms of content, of songs, of plans, no. of horizons being <laughs> open fields? I, I was so wrong, guys. I was like, hey, Everybody, all the Korean members are going to go in the military and take a break. And <laughs> we'll maybe see them in 2022. <laughs> like no. that, that was my prediction. And they, I apparently, again, I'm, I just didn't know them as well. They, they don't know how to quit, guys. I don't They're remember not going until ready to time. bust out. I don't remember what my prediction was, but I definitely didn't think that they would all release stuff. Right. I definitely did not anticipate that. Yeah, like Jinyoung would just like do his acting thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Youngjae would, you know, reach, you know, just his OSTs maybe. Yeah. And the musicals. But, yeah, but everybody's been been doing everything. So much yeah, talent but- and energy was locked up in the box. They had to get it out and get it out right away. Yes. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was even surprised when Encore came out. I was that mm-hmm. was something I was not expecting at all. Yeah, their last um, so sweet. last song as as all seven together, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for now, for right? Now. <laughs> for now, but for now, sorry, but, sorry, not the last, but the 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 last release that's come out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. most recent, most recent. Uh-huh. English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that at least for me, I knew that a cer- like certain members would go and like. I thought that they would go into hiding, like they would go and take a break. Um, yeah. So I was expecting for Jackson to continue working and releasing yeah. things because that's just, you know, that's He's been Jackson. doing solo stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that he would definitely do that. I thought that Jinyo would just continue acting, but not release mm-hmm. like a song or anything. Yeah. But I had a feeling that Maknae line, so like Young Jay, um, Bam Bam and Yugyum, 
I definitely thought that they were going to release solos. But yeah. the rest of the members, I thought that JB was definitely going to go and into hiding, take a break. Mm. And he didn't. And I thought that Bam Bam was probably I thought maybe not he would going. just like produce. He would like yeah, produce a exactly. bunch of songs for people. Yeah. That's what I thought too. So they definitely surprised nope. me. They love being on stage. And we love seeing them. So we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're okay with that. We were supposed to have another guest on the show who couldn't make it. Jay, who's a huge fan of GOT7, uh, sent us this message. On their careers. As a longtime fan of GOT7, I'm so proud to see how far they've come and that they are continuing to move forward. I'm so happy to see them flourish and no longer being held back from releasing the art they want. I look forward to seeing what each member does individually, but also together as a group. I hope to see them all together soon and that we get another project. We all know that GOT7 is one and they're going to find a way to make it work one way or another. For their first year away from J, <laughs> J asterisk P, as if it's a profanity, <laughs> they've all accomplished so much and it's only up from here. Well said, Jay. Snaps to that. Well said. Mm-hmm. Snaps and claps. Snaps and claps. Yes. Also, we should give GOT7 props because, I mean, I don't want to say that it's unprecedented, but I have never seen a group that's, quote unquote, not together right now be like go that extra mile to like be involved in each other's projects. Yes. Like being there for the other members as you know like in, on a personal level but also for yes. us because those reactions mm. with them and you know like the banter when they go to jb's um yeah yeah like the yes. radio program like that's for us yeah, where they call in and start harassing them while they're hosting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that too. and i think that like, i said questions. that yeah and i think that i said that on the on the on the january ch- um episode that um got seven episode that we had that i just didn't i couldn't see them maybe being got seven together again you know like after going their separate ways but you know this has right. like come and like shut me up because they are trying and <laughs> and they're trying like not only for us but for them themselves too like supporting each other and i think that i've never seen that with other groups you know like you, you will see it here and there with Girls' Generation, but it's kind of mm-hmm. like when we're available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we were mentioning to like a couple of my friends that are also Agassiz and I, we were talking and like when it, this was like back in January when all of this was happening and they were kind of consoling me because I was scared. I was scared that they were not going to be able to work together anymore for, you know, X, Y, Z reason, mainly scheduling and things like that. But I think that they, I think it was JB that said it, that he asked the members, like, we will only do this if we are planning on staying as Scott seven and releasing music as Scott seven. If one of you does not want to do it, then we are like, this is it. And, and they all agreed, like, no, we want to continue with GOT7. And I feel like behind the scenes, JB also deserves a huge round of applause because he's not only working on his solo career and his solo activities, but he's also behind the scene dealing with everything GOT7. Um, mm. I think it was in a in a Insta Live that he mentioned that he's like, he at the beginning of everything he was doing all the paperwork to get like the yep. the name and the and the copyright so mm. like huge round of applause for that that's an amazing leader right yes. there that's that's what we call our leader mans that's yes holding it down <laughs> exactly yeah, and then i think young jay in a recent interview for the promotions that he's doing he said something about jb like now being relaxed and whoever was inter- mm. interviewing him was like, well, what do you mean? Was he like, or or he didn't say relax. He said that he was like more enjoyable or something like that. And they were like, well, mm. what do you mean? Was he not before? And he's like, no, but now like in God 7, he had so much responsibilities. And yeah. now you can just see him like enjoy himself. So I'm really glad that, you know, he's found that balance of like being a boss bitch but also like having fun <laughs> exactly yeah. 
So with a dad being analogy, a leader like all the kids, is something else. All the kids have left the house. Now you just oh. <laughs> yeah. yep. off to college. Now you can get a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for my rebel stage. <laughs> yeah. He's, we're, we're here he's for off it. fishing somewhere. Scuba diving. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I think that about wraps it up. So... Thank you once again to Carolina and Alexis for guesting on this show You and like adding your energy and your knowledge. Always and a pleasure to speak all things GOT7 all the time. God Same forever. here. GOT7 forever. Ooh. Thank you for having me. I, again, my favorite topic. <laughs> all right. So signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you on Twitter or, um, you know, anything you want to plug. Carolina, we'll start with you. Okay, yeah. Hello, everybody. Again, my name is Carolina. I am a co-host of Not Your Average Fangirls, a weekly podcast where we t keep you up to date on what's happening in K-pop. It's a lot, and we know, so let us do the catching up for you. Um, we post every Tuesday, and uh, just keep a lookout on our YouTube channel. We also do lots of reactions to everything. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning, I, I got I'm gonna gossip through and through. Got Seven is my old group, and so if you want to talk about Got Seven or anything else, really, um, you can find me on Twitter at Hala is Caro. That's H O L L A I T S C A R O, and um, if not, on our Twitter page for the podcast at NY Fangirls. Um, again, thank you, K-pop Cast, for having me on today. Really loved it. Ooh, thank you. Ooh, thank you. Hopefully, you'll come back. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Anytime you guys invite me, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alexis? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at H-O-E underscore D-O-Y-A-N. Um, I didn't find the perfect opportunity to plug my interview <laughs> with Jamie. Now's the time. So what? go to my Twitter. It's Peter, you got to add a like record scratch <laughs> like sound effect. <laughs> interview with JB. Yes, what? interview with JB. Which is incredible, uh, holding by the out way. On us. Thank you. I, I really tried with that one. Or, or I was inspired. But yeah, go check it out. It's pinned on my on my Twitter. Wow. If I say so, if jealous. I may say so myself, it's great. I, I'm really happy with how it turned out. It was a great chat with JB. So check it out if you want to. Or if you don't want, if you are listening to this and you don't care about God Seven for some reason, go to my Instagram <laughs> and I have a video of my interview with Brave Girls. So you can check that out. <laughs> and yes. I did also I didn't plug that I'm the the editor um, the music and features editor at Remezcla so if you ever just want to read stuff in like the Latinx world head over there at Remezcla and that's it that's it <laughs> I love it like you all yeah first of all both of you are pros at like self-promotion like you have <laughs> your pitch down you have your plugs down just gotta hand it to you um, so if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at S Parker two. And then finally, PD name. Yeah, I'm at just, I'm just Michaela J K pop on Twitter. <laughs> this is where you find me. <laughs> Anything um, you want to plug? What about your interview with JB? Oh, uh, it's coming. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. You gotta hype it up. It's in the oven. <laughs> in the oven. All what right. about Kool-Aid yeah, man? Gotta, we gotta finalize the marriage papers first and then we'll talk about it. Ooh, Ooh. marriage papers. Okay, we got an <laughs> announcement it. coming up. Oh, no. Alexis, you got competition. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not oh, if yeah. I can help it. <laughs> well, I guess I'm third in line. Okay. It, <laughs> you can tweet all of us at the K-pop cast. And if you enjoy the critical thinking aspects of our podcast, want to dive into some of the controversial issues, hard conversations in K-pop, come join us in the Slack. You can find the link in the description of this episode. Join in for spicy takes. Yes, all the um, spice. No, cool. that just that just wraps it up. Thank you, guys. This is great. And, uh, bye. <laughs> all right. Yeah, maybe Got we'll have forever. to have a... Another, yeah. another catch up, another follow up when either the next group. Oh, two mm, two months leaves. from now, it's like there'll be like a thousand <laughs> releases. Exponential, more. exponential content. And growth. then okay. exactly, MT One is coming allegedly. What what is that? Mark Twan. MT One. Mark Twan. His oh album. Oh my god. Oh right. <laughs> okay, now we'll have to catch up again. That's going to be again. interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Who knows? And Who that's knows? the cliffhanger. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Team Wang forever. Oh, oh it's the oh. voice. The voice again. Yeah. God, is that All you? Right. God, God, God says. <laughs> Team Wang. Yeah. Uh, is uh, the answer. So, Alexis, do you, do you have any, like, exclusive, like, other, like, stuff maybe that didn't come up? In the JB interview that you want to you know share. Ooh, Ooh good we question. Should mention, actually, you know, we should. Uh, Jay actually had a chance to speak with JB. Um, mm, so awesome. it's a real bummer that she didn't get to. JB's getting around. Dang, he's talking to everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's me. he's doing. <laughs> right? He did all the there. press. He was everywhere. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting. BTS. Um. Mm. Well, this is a personal one. Um, I opened up like most of my questions with him. No, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I opened up my interview talking about like his photography. So in on on like a whim, I busted out my my photo book from his exhibition and I was like, I have your book right here. And his mm. face just like of utter shock, like, oh my god, like like thank you. And then he got shy. Oh, he got yeah. so shy. She's so cute. But he also was just like, you know, like shyly smiling. And I was like, yes, I did that. I did that. You did that. Yeah. (laughs) I love that for you, Alexis. You know what? I loved it for me, too. (laughs) Mm, Right on. All right. Well, thanks for that. We will catch you all next time. See you on the next one. Whenever that is.